TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you, recording in Australia for the first time in what seems like forever with my brother from another mother, my 100 Not Out legend. He is the Greek god. He is the Italian saint. He is Saint Damien Christoph. How are you, my dear friend? <laughs> oh, I've been sainted. I've been sainted already. Pierce, I'm great. It's great to see you. Um, happy birthday for the other day, too. I don't mind time stamping this. You turned 44 you. just the other 44? 42. Sarah's 42. 44. He's I'm so bad older than you. Yeah. She looks so much younger than you. It's I know, amazing. I know. It's well ridiculous. Said. Very How well has she said. done that? Unbelievable. Yeah. Obviously, has a great husband. Um, now, Pierce, <laughs> I don't know about you, but my heart's grown fonder. With a bit of absence. We've had absence. Yes. And, and you know, we have a bromance, you and me, and we've, uh, we haven't seen each other. We haven't spoken to each other. Life's been busy. You've been here. I've been there. Um, together, we've been everywhere. And it's, uh, it's kind of, it's been incredible. But here we are reminiscing, ruminating on, uh, on life. And you and I were just chatting before about decisions um, that define you. And, uh, and I love that. Like, I love you know, being able to make a decision and to, you know, colour colour your life. Well, there's on, a there's on a how you're defined, how you would define yourself. There's a couple of deeper meaningfuls in all this as I start furiously taking notes because this is the first time that you and I have recorded one hundred not out since we came back from Europe together running our Ikadia longevity experience and then yeah. going to Sardinia. And we may as well mention it now because some people have not listened to the podcast in a few weeks and that's okay. And there's others that have been listening for 10 years and haven't missed an episode and that's fabulous. And, and I know you. of other people thank and thank you for yeah. your support, everybody. You. And welcome back for those who missed it. Okay. And welcome to our new listeners because yes. I have been receiving messages from um, listeners who have now passed on 100 Not Out to their partners and they have started listening at episode one. Wow. So this Oof. is a sincere welcome and these people are going to get to this episode in about six years' time if they start at the beginning. So welcome to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. The year is 2023, but you're listening to this in 2029 and you've just caught up <laughs> and now you've got another six years to go. Congratulations. Yeah, Double speed yeah. will only get you so far. But yeah. we, you are, we have been talking before we recorded about making decisions that define us and, and, and we want to be... Um, we want to be reflected that in a, in a way that is congruent to us. And I have to tell you a story. Um, this is this is post Ikaria, mm. and and for everyone that's like, will you guys shut up about Ikaria and Sardinia? Well, we can't, we can't because we can't. it's embedded in our soul. And I, yeah. I was going to mention earlier, we're going back in August next year, August twenty two to thirty one to Ikaria, and September one to ten. In Sardinia, very first yeah. time we're taking people there. Now we have got a fandangled brand new website at 100notout.com where you can check out the Ikaria and Sardinia pages. You can express your interest and you can book a call uh, to learn more about the trip if you'd like to join us. But one of our attendees. Before you go on, can yeah. you just explain to the new listeners who might be under 40 what fandangled means? Oh, incredible, amazing, inspiring, organized, colorful, 
delightful right. and assault yeah. easy on the senses, easy to yeah. use. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Makes your heart sing. Makes your heart sing. Puts a Makes smile your soul on your sparkle. Face, yeah. Adds a bit of oxytocin pulsing through your veins. It's like having a 30 second hug. Yeah. Yeah. And just like a, yep. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So if you didn't know what fandagun means, that's what it means. Yeah. Well, we had one of our attendees in 2023 come to Ikaria for the second time. Our only attendee to this point, we've been to Ikaria four times. Judy came to Ikaria in 2018. What a And she had, she was all due to come back in 2020. And then good old COVID cancelled that. And she came back in 2023. And Every week, uh, Judy's a client of mine, and I send my clients a quiz to uh, fill out every week, rating the eight areas of their exceptional life out of ten. And I've shared this story publicly, and Judy's happy for me to share it. So I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, not taking breaching. any, I'm no, not breaching any breach. promise. Now, before we went to Ikaria, Judy was uh, a 53 out of 80. Uh, so you can do the maths; it's about you know six and a half out of ten in each area of life. And it came with us to Ikaria, and then Judy stayed by herself in Ikaria for four weeks. And uh, amazingly, despite the incredibly poor internet on Ikaria, you don't come there for the Wi-Fi. Judy filled out the quiz every week, and every week she was an 80 out of 80. And I'm like, oh, well, this is holiday scores. You know, you're just all in (laughs) love with the world and the universe. And you've just got, you know, horizons to view all day long and you swim in the ocean and you eat great food. Yeah. And uh, Judy's come home uh, for the last two weeks and has still been an 80 out of 80. And I've been trying to break her. I've been going, (laughs) Judy, surely you can't be an 80 out of 80. And she said, and and this comes back to the point of you and, and defining, she said, Marcus, I've come back. And we and, and Ikaria has taught me that I can only live my life and I cannot continue caring so much about everyone else's life to the point where it impacts my happiness and fulfillment. I have to live my life according to what I want in my life. And like you said at the beginning, Damo, like she's defining her life based on her decisions, based on who she is. And she's at a point in her life where she's not apologizing for who she is. And and that's just, it's like a, she's had this incredible take it or leave it type um, insight into how to live. And I'm not going to say that's definitely not because of you and I, but no, we're not taking the credit. What I'm no. saying is she's given herself this distance and perspective and time away from the daily grind, so to speak. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's had some of the most beautiful epiphanies to the point where now she's unbreakable. I cannot break her. and. Whoever here can say that they've lived an 80 out of 80 life or like 100% for even six hours, like six weeks in a row, I was like, far out. Incredible. So, yes, back to your point, defining your life in a reflection that is uh, who you are is is absolutely massive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Jeepers, Judy, that's good. That's a great story. 80 out of 80. I love that. Why did you make it 80 and not 100? Because there's eight areas of life and it's just easier to do it, uh, rate your life out of 10, your purpose, right. your movement, your social nutrition, your family growth, your wealth, and your spirit. If I right. said rate it out of 12 and a half, just so I can give you a score out of 100, I think that would be harder. And Can't you I just could... find two more areas of your life? <laughs> <laughs> then, you're challenging like... my, yeah, then you're challenging my philosophies now. Yeah. Well, we've got a painter fixing up a few little things here in the in the house at the moment and um and and he's my favorite trade 
out of all the trades that came to our house to help us renovate it. He's my favourite. Um, and and I think he's my favourite because he listens, but also he's into finishes, you know. So it's all about the, the finish and what it looks like in the end. Um, and so uh, an eight is such an uncomfortable number because it's so far away from 10 but too far away from five. Um, and and so I feel uncomfortable with that eight. So I need to do a bit of introspection and like because the finish of it, is uncomfortable because then you've got to multiply 52 into eight, so you end up with 74. Oh, you don't really because you don't need to. Um, you're, well, so I now know what percentage. you're doing. You're trying to give yourself a score as a percentage. Yeah. Whereas um, if the score, like Which, a lot of surveys are out of seven because they know that 10 is such a, um accepted general number that we give it a bit, that we go a bit lazy. What surveys are out of seven? I don't well, know. again, a lot of, well, yeah, now that I've said it, you'll notice it. Um, well, you and your sevens, let me tell you. No, 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 Talk no. That's that. just a, it's a thing. Talk about it's sevens. Yeah. Talk about sevens. Well, you know, I, I'll just I'll finish off what I started in terms of defining myself, but then I'm coming back to seven because yeah. you're a factor of seven right now. So we'll have a little touch <laughs> on that. So um in terms of defining me, um, obviously we work in um an audio space, you and I. So there's not a lot of visual stuff, but if you ever joined us on on YouTube or Facebook when we do these lives, then you would see that, you know, there's a space behind me. And at the moment in our new space, it's blank. And I'm trying to work out what I'm going to put there. And most people would identify me uh, as a chiropractor. People might identify me as a naturopath slash nutritionist. Other people might go, oh, Damo's a speaker. He's been on television, all those sorts of things. The way I define me is that I love sport and I love um, team-based stuff. Like I'm a real team person. So like my team at work or my team as a family or my team in 100 Not Out or my, you know, my, my team being Richmond, that kind of defines me. So given that Richmond's won three out of the last five premierships, um, I wanted to put my memorabilia behind me on my wall and because I feel like that defines me. Um, and not that it defines me to the point that uh, you're just a tiger or, you know, you're a bogan because you broke for the tigers or whatever, like none of that sort of <laughs> stuff. But I feel like I'm part of that team. And, you know, like I feel like I want to, I want to, I want to use this space behind me to, rem- you know, because it's my space. Do you know what yes. I mean? You know what yes. I'm saying there, Piercy? Yeah. I'm so, so with you. And it's the, if I get one wall in the whole house, I'd like this to be my wall, you know. <laughs> so just paint it yellow it. and black. Just get the painter who you love. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'll get Lawrence. I'll get Lawrence. Can I have it just half here. half black, half yellow? <laughs> no, it has to have a stripe. It have to yeah. be a stripe. It needs yeah, a sash. It a stripe. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the yeah, stripe. But this is a fascinating conversation about identity, isn't it? Because that's really what you're talking about. Identity, you are actually yeah. asking the big question. Who am I? And to our listeners, Ooh. who are you? Ooh, I am. You know? well, how do you see me? And what do yeah, you see me as? You know, yeah. is it chiropractor? Is it dad? Is it brother? Is it son? Is it husband? Is it um, yeah. nutritionist, naturopath, TV presenter, speaker? I mean, tiger supporter, tiger supporter, golfer. golfer. Um, yeah, I mean that's the that's that's kind of the duty kind of story, isn't it? It's becoming more at ease with our identity and being able to define it, but then really own it. And yep. it is, um, we can talk about it, you know, in the material sense of a wall, you know, because um, yeah, you and I were just talking about this. I've got a bookshelf behind me and, and I love that. But then there's also the other sense of, of living congruently because so often as we get older, and I find this really interesting about when people turn 50, uh, I'm not going to swear, but it's like a lot of people when they turn 50 is like, I just give less 
fire trucks than I ever have before. It's like a bit of a flick of a switch and it's like, I'm just not going to spend any of my time worrying about what anyone thinks of me or anything else. I'm just going to give less fire trucks. Yes. And it, it really feels like there's this um, comfort with identity or this acceptance with who we are and, and not worrying about what other people think of our identity. Um, but like you've also just mentioned there, there's um, there's more than one, isn't there? <laughs> like how yeah. people see us is like, some people see you as the golfer and all they want to talk to you about is golf and others would be chiropractic and, you know, I'll often talk to you about family and and balancing, you know, running businesses and running a family and all of the different complications. It's it's funny how we relate to people on the identities that we think we hold for them. Mm-hmm. Mm, so true. You know, because I rarely talk to you about golf. No. Um, well, but I'm yeah, sure that you, you have other people golf? that all you do is- Do you, you understand golf much? It depends, but let's not talk about it on a podcast about longevity. No, but here, here, well, like, here's the thing, right? So people might identify with you and give you an identity based on the things that they understand about you, you know? So, you know, for you and I, we've got so much to talk about. Just generally, we actually run out of days in the week. So, but <laughs> we never talk about golf. You're right, because, you know, in terms of what we identify with each other, like it's that's not yes. our common, that's, that's not our common thread. Yes, exactly. And, you know, and, this is the, this is actually, gosh, we go deep and meaningful quickly. This is actually what so many people in the world are, tr- are having trouble with right now is they're frustrated that the people in their life are not like them, if you know what I mean. Mm. So yeah. like you said, you never come and push golf on me and be like, why don't you like golf more? But so many people right now are like, you know, you need to eat better, like, you know, said husband or said wife or said children, or you need to get adjusted or you need to do ice baths or you need to read this book or watch this movie or whatever it is. Mm. Um, But this comes down to the comfort with identity. Like how comfortable can we be to be us and actually not give any fire trucks about anyone else being anything like us? And then we Mm. just naturally gravitate to the people that, love talking about golf or love talking about the footy or love talking about whatever it is. But so many of our interests, just to talk about you and I, but the listeners can think about this as well, is um, I think a lot of our interests are somewhat edgy. So our beliefs on aging are edgy. Uh, the fact that you can be living this incredible life in your 80s and 90s, you know, to be honest, most people who are a statistic do not believe that you can live a great life when you're in your 80s and 90s. You know, <laughs> so we, we bond and connect on that edginess and so do our, our listeners. Yes. Um, but there are so many things that um, like if we really think about it, we just don't that we just don't talk about with each other because we get those buckets filled by other people that we do connect on it with. Like golf, for example, it's not as if you don't have enough golf conversations. You just have them with different people. Um, but you don't think ill of me for not playing golf, and I don't think ill of you for playing golf. We, And that's probably the missing link, I feel, going back to the Judy story, is that mutual appreciation for people being different um, and totally. actually not being the same. Like, isn't it great that we all have different interests? Yeah, imagine if we're all the same. I mean, <laughs> I mean, could be good if everyone was like me. But, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But here's the here's the thing. Like, you wouldn't want to be really the same as you, you know. Like, and that's kind of – that makes everything very black and white. Like, if you only have – you want you want the colours. You've got to have the colours in between. This yeah. is it. And I so said this good. to Sarah when we came back from Ikaria. I was like, Demo, yeah. he's so different to me. She's <laughs> like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, 
He's so much more caring. Like, he's so much more caring, you know, like with our attendees. Not that I'm not caring, folks, I promise. But I, I've said to people, I don't go to bed at night worrying about anything or anyone. I'm like a sieve. I just could not, I just don't lose sleep about anyone else's problems. Whereas Damo, mm. in the nice, and I say this as a compliment, he's more caring. So when we've got people in, in you know, in this case in Ikaria that particularly I'm like, I'm so glad Damo's a health professional because I would just, I'd accidentally kill people. I'm just so laissez-faire. I just do not think about stuff. And Dan was like, I'm just going to go and check on this person. I'm going to go and ask them how they are or whatever it is. I was like, oh, thank God that Tomo's here because I just don't think like that. Um, mm. And and I think we as, as um, you know, as human beings um, in this day and age really need to be mindful of being grateful for the differences because, like you said earlier, we are being led to a black and white society where it's only right or wrong or good or bad. But I think yeah. we forget, you know, often how um, how awesome it is that that people are the way that they are. And, yeah. and I reckon when we come to that piece, and again, I feel like a lot of people come to that piece in the second half century, and there could be more half centuries after that, but in, in you know, post fifty, I think people become a lot more accepting of of other people. Not not all, not everyone, but you know, again, using the Judy story and, and conversations I've had with you, it's like, yeah, you strike me as someone that is, um, you care deeply for people, but you're also very at ease with the diversity Different of which. People. Um, yeah, 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 I am at ease with diversity, but there's other things, you know, some people might become a little bit more set in their ways and just kind of go, well, yes. I'm not I'm not putting up with that anymore. Some and people double down, on. don't they? That's yeah, a good double point. down. Like so yeah. instead of actually maybe being a bit more accepting, they might just go, I've that's it. You know, like if that's the way that person's gonna be, I'm not gonna deal with that person anymore. I've had yeah. enough of that person. I'm yeah. just gonna be me. Yeah. And that person can be them. And I don't care about them anymore. You know, like and yeah. so that sort of um that you could go either way, and for me, because I'm a Labrador, I love to have a. I love is it a Labrador or a Golden Retriever? Yeah, one, one of them. Dogs. One of them. Yeah, I'm probably more like Misty, my cat. I just need cuddles, and so like I just I want to bring people around me, and so I'm much more accepting of personality differences. Um, and don't get me wrong, like people do annoy me sometimes because of the no. way in which they might approach life or the things that they might say or the things that they might do, but I still love them. Like I still like want to get around yeah. them and give them a big cuddle, you know. Like I don't write people off unless they've really, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, when do I write people off, Piercy? Like maybe if they've breached my trust. No, I think I think if we get even more deep and meaningful, you yeah. have um, a beautiful – disdain for injustice so injustice. i think you would yeah. write people off if you would perceive a level injustice. of injustice in their behavior yeah. i'm probably um, more like i'd fit into the justice league there's certain sure. there's certain political yeah. identities that you wrote off a long yeah. time ago for- i've worked out how i've worked out how <laughs> i'm going to slice the ball on the golf course when that moment occurs let me tell you let me when tell you, you a certain Pearson, political figure on the whole certain, ahead yeah, yes 4 30 yeah. on a sunday i tell you <laughs> Um, let me just tell you that piece of it. Let's not skirt past the fact. Here's a fact, Piercy. You're 42, and that's a factor of seven. So how do you find sevens defining you? Now, because I know this is a big conversation. This might lead into another podcast. But how do you feel sevens define you? Because you go back to it a lot. Like you go, I love, I'm fascinated by seven. Fascinated by seven. You actually say the word 
fascinated. Yeah. I'm fascinated by the word number seven. It's amazing. Like everything works in cycles of seven, you know, seven, this seven, that channel seven, like it's all about seven for youth footies on that seven HD. Tell us like what's seven got to do with your life, Piercy. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. It's uh, seven-year cycles, everybody. You've probably heard it many times on this podcast. Rudolf Steiner created them many, many moons ago. Steiner, there were people before go. him that would have created it, no doubt. But 42 takes yeah. you into soul-searching and wonder. 42 to 49, soul-searching and wonder. I've just mm. come out of 35 to 42, crisis and questioning. And when I email this little summary, and I'll pop it in the show notes, I'll make a note. When I emailed that little summary to my email list the other day, it is amazing how many people, when they reflect on their lives and look at where they are now, can relate to some of what is in there. And it's not meant to be absolute by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm feeling three days into 42, uh, full of beautiful wonder uh, and soul searching. Um, and I love it. I mean, I just, I just love, I just love living. I just love, and that's why I love our work together because we're constantly talking about the art of how to live. Um, yeah. And and I think this episode today has been another great instalment in in that identity, define you know how we define ourselves, um, learning how to please people less and please ourselves more. I think is probably an overriding message as the yeah. story of Judy and Ikaria and and all of that. Um, Such a good story um, plays out. And I think you know for for you and I that do love a bit of feedback, uh, particularly when it's positive. <laughs> Only negative feedback keep to yourselves people yeah um, negative feedback bugger off you know i do if think it's less than a five-star rating you're not my mate <laughs> and started. i do think yeah. we both guffawed a little bit um <laughs> in our first world pity party when we came home and people said how was your holiday and we were like holiday holiday <laughs> i know it was me? in the mediterranean overlooking the agency and With... all these beautiful but we did work our absolute rings off we worked yeah. that hard but I, I think I think it's beautiful to hear that mm. people like Judy are having these experiences when we've created um, an experience or an environment for for those awakenings to take place. And from an identity perspective, you know, our trips to Ikaria and what will be Sardinia have become part of our identity. It's amazing how often. Yeah. Um, I won't speak for you, but I know you'll agree. We get, you know, it's amazing how often I get asked about uh, those trips when yeah people. Um, every day come up and talk about come and talk so i think for everyone listening today uh, a couple of things really consider your identity and are you living your true identity or are you trying to please others and, and live the identity they want you to live and um, on a deeper level if if coming to a place like ikaria and or sardinia next year feels like the next best thing for you to do in order to not just reclaim your identity but perhaps even redefine it in this next phase mm. of your life then uh, check out our new fandangled website at 100notout.com. <laughs> check out all the dates and um, make your soul sparkle. All the details. It will make yeah. your heart uh, turn to gold. And um, yeah. we, yeah, we look forward to having you if you decide to, to join us. But Damo, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Our first recording back on home soil uh, since we've been back in Europe. I hope everyone uh, enjoyed the recordings from Ikaria and Sardinia as much as we enjoyed those conversations because it's our our gift to people that weren't there to be able to bring some of that experience back in order in audio form and, and put on the podcast. I know um, we absolutely loved it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It is uh, it is unreal. And I look forward to doing more recordings and chatting about things. But I want to talk about next time, PC, if we can, being fleeced. I'd like to talk about fleecing and what does that do to the soul? You know, we talk about CPI increase, we talk about, you know, all this 
consumerism and then we're talking about inflation and all that sort of stuff and then the Reserve Bank doing stuff. But what about all those mugs out there fleecing us? What's that doing to the soul of Australia right now as people feel more and more ripped off? We're getting political here on 100 Not Out. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. I think Damo has got a big bill in the inbox in the last five minutes of that recording. No, it's not uh, a bill, let me tell you. But I'm feeling fleeced. All right. Oh, well, there we time. go. I've got a couple of uh, romantic philosophical one-liners as I'm reading Les Mis at the moment. I might just bring oh, a bit of Victor you. Hugo into the next episode in the context <laughs> of being fleeced. Um, if you're looking for more deep and meaningful philosophical political conversations, tune in to the next edition of 100 Not Out. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.